I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 84. I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today I want to touch on, I don't want to call it a sensitive issue, but I will say that this is probably one of the most challenging issues that sales reps, um, closers end up coming across. And there's a few reasons for it. So I want to just dive right into it. The question is this, the the problem, I guess the objection is when somebody says, Hey, this sounds great. Um, I get it. I just, can, can I speak to someone that's been through it? Someone that's been through your program, uh, current consulting client, someone that you've helped achieve X, Y, Z result. And I get it. I just uh, finished a proposal for a government organization and they asked for three people that they could call just to um, speak to about my work. And I get it. Um, in some places, you're not going to get past it. However, those places where you're not going to get past it are the places where um, it's part of like a government mandated process. The reality is this, and this is with any kind of objection. When somebody has an objection, whether it's I want to talk to somebody or I'm nervous about this or whatever, you want to get to identify the specific objection, the real piece behind it. Uh, I've got for, for, I think every one of my clients right now, maybe all about one. um, One of the big things that comes up is, yeah, but can I speak to somebody? And I totally get it. Like a lot of my clients have some very high ticket items. And so people have hesitation. But when they ask to speak to someone, it's not because they actually want to speak to someone. It's because of what it means to them, okay? Most people, the people that you talk to, they're looking to solve a problem. And this problem is one that if you're confident you can solve, then you want to do everything you can to help move somebody forward. But when it comes to someone's hesitation, right? And we know this, we've talked about in previous episodes, people need to be um, sold or confident in you, as a person or the salesperson, um, the company as a brand overall, and the actual product or solution. Okay, these are vital. These are the three pieces, and they need to be confident in them. They need to be sold. Um, they, they need to just believe, right? And uh, we've said many times before that sales, if I'm going to be super uh, simple about it, is giving somebody the feel of, I got you. Okay, they feel that you've got them covered. The solution you're providing will have them covered. It doesn't matter if they have to do a pile of work. That's fine. We're not saying it's got to be easy. A lot of things are simple, but we don't even say they have to be simple. They just want to feel like you've got them. And if they're looking for more validation, that means that in the conversation you've had so far, you have not answered all their questions. You might have answered all the questions that they know to ask you. You might have answered all the questions that they're comfortable asking you. But if they're asking to speak to somebody then they're missing one of those pieces of confidence or um, you know, having faith that you can actually fulfill on what you're talking about. So that's the true problem. And so what will often happen is they'll say, you know what, just, I'd love to, I'm in, I just want to talk to somebody. Well, if they're going to talk to somebody, what are they going to ask them? Because those same questions that they're going to ask them, they can ask you. 
The difference is you're going to be more effectively able to answer them. You might have had this specific type of person work with you before. And, but if they reach out to somebody and I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, in most cases, you don't have to do it. Okay. Uh, but this is what would happen. I'm going to say, you know, yeah, I want you to speak to uh, my client uh, Thaddeus. You know, he's been on the show. I'm no surprised that he's a client of mine. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have you speak to him. And then you're going to get on the phone or a video call or whatever and say, Thaddeus, yeah, I just wanted to connect. Uh, want to hear how it is having Jeremy on the team. And he's going to go, oh, it's good. Sales are good. We can always get better. We're working towards it. It's great having a part of the team while we figure this stuff out. Or they could just ask me and I can say, yeah, it's good. We're figuring stuff out and it's great to be on the team. You know, like we can give the same thing. And yes, it might feel a little different coming from a third party, but that's not the true objection. If they need a third party to validate what you said, they just don't trust you. That's the problem. They just don't trust you and you need to fix that. But fixing it is not done by saying, yes, go talk to the client, go talk to the past client, go talk to the other customer. That's not going to do it. Because there's a good chance you've got testimonials on your website or some kind of video that you can send from somebody. And that, that'll actually do the job. And when it doesn't, it means there's more work to do as a sales professional. So what is the question that they have? What are they going to ask them? Because, and in, in just to be clear, we're, we're not going to let them go talk to this person or this client. And it's not because the person's not going to say something great about you. The 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 goal here or the reason is because you don't need another person to help you close your sale. Yes, it's great to have other people saying, yes, this works. But if you're a sales professional, you do not need someone else to help you close that sale. What you need is to be able to build trust with your client. You need to ask the questions that are relevant. You need to inspire confidence in them and you need to show them that you believe in them. And when all that is taken care of, when they have confidence in you as a salesperson, the company as a brand, and the actual solution you're offering, it's done. It's a yes. It's a here's my credit card. That's what happens. So if somebody's asking for validation, if they're nervous, there's still something that you haven't answered. And that's on you as a salesperson. Okay, so this is so let's talk about logistics on, on how to move around it. How do I actually pivot? And this is some stuff that I've used um, quite frequently in the last couple months. So, you know what? It's super great. Um, and I totally understand you want to speak to somebody. But the reality is we take the privacy of our members very seriously. Now, I do have a testimonial video I can send you that um, will probably take care of everything. Um, but we've pride, our, pride ourselves on being able to enroll a fantastic amount of people uh, without actually having to have, put our clients out and, and have them go and speak to other people, right? Now, surely you can respect that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we can. Great. So you send the video off or you send the testimonial off. But you don't make it because you don't want to talk to them. Make it about you don't want to bother somebody. If I sign up for your program, I might be willing to do a testimonial if I love it. Great. But I don't want dozens of people calling me and me spending my time talking to all these people, answering all their questions about a program, that's the sales professional's job, right? That's not my job. That's your job. So don't put your clients in that position. Find out when they're at like the peak level of success or peak level of excitement and capture that moment for a testimonial, right? Whether it's video or text or whatever, like I've got, uh, I won't say hundreds, but dozens of testimonials. 
And they're just kind of sitting there in a folder. And so I can pull them out when I need them. But you don't need to be feeding people directly to, to somebody. Hey, can I speak to somebody uh, that you've worked with in the past? I'd love to. I'd love to help you with that. But the reality is our clients are really successful and they're super busy. And we really respect their privacy. So if you want, though, I can send you a link to some testimonials we've had. And you can even say, look, if this was you in this situation, um, would you want to spend you know, a bunch of hours every week answering questions from clients of mine? can't imagine you would. So let's just kind of break it down. What, what questions have I not answered that you would ask them? That way we can get them out of the way. Okay, process it that way. Because the objections that they have won't actually be solved by speaking to someone. The objections they have will be solved by you building trust. You need to build that trust. And maybe there's someone that says, uh, well, I don't know if you haven't worked with somebody like me. Um, how do I know it's going to work for me? And you can answer it the way you would any other person. Well, you know what? What we do, it takes work for both sides. But I know, like for me, if I'm going to come in and build a sales team for you um, or grow your sales team, I know it takes work, it takes clear communication, and it takes focus. And if you can do that, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, I can come in, show you how to grow that team. But there's a process, there's steps. So how do I know? Because it works with any industry. And as much as I want to tell you you're different, what you're doing isn't. The way you do it might be, but what you're doing isn't. And so essentially all you're doing is building a sales system, plugging people in that are highly qualified and very well trained, and making an impact on clients. Doesn't matter the industry. So if that's the conversation that you're having, if you're saying, oh, I don't know if it'll work for someone like me, don't lean on connecting them with someone else, even if they ask. Address the objection right there in the spot, because that's going to make the difference. You don't need someone else's help to close the sale. That's you. Okay, the only scenario where you need someone, someone else's help to close the sale is if you are not convinced it's going to help them. And I, I've been in that situation before, right? Uh, like if I'm taking on a new client and I'm still figuring out the ins and outs, well, they might say, just go close the sale. And I can go close the sale, but I'm not going to feel good about it until I know I'm solving the problem, which means I might need some more information on the product or the service. I need to be sold on it. I need to drink the Kool-Aid. And as long as I'm sold, then I can sell the person that needs to be helped. But I need to be able to see what that solution is for them. And so if you're in a spot where you're going, oh, I don't know if I can get someone to, to speak to you, you're suddenly passing off your ability to influence. You're pawning it off. And it's not scalable, right? You might get, like, if you came up to me and you want to hire me and it's going to be a million-dollar contract. I mean, there's not going to be anyone you're going to be able to talk to that's going to answer your questions anyway. Um, but there's nothing anyone's going to tell you. You're going to look me up online. You're going to find out what's out there for content. You're going to um, look at reviews, see if you're satisfied with them. All I can do is show confidence and build confidence in you about my ability to deliver. That's it. So there's no circumstance that I can think of. And let me know in the comments below 
if you disagree with this, because you very well might, and that's okay. But there's no circumstance that I can think of when you absolutely must let somebody talk to a current or existing customer to close the sale. They might think they need to talk to it. Maybe it's some practice that they've established. I'm never, I'm never going to buy anything again until I've talked to an existing client. Well, Mr. Smith, who did you talk to when you bought that chair? Well, you didn't talk to anybody because you bought it online. Okay. What makes this different? Right. It might be in their head that they need to, but they don't. And just address it head on. If you want to be a sales professional, and I hope you are, and if you're not, I hope you want to be, then your role is to influence somebody and is to have them take ownership of where they're at in their decision-making. Uh, one thing I learned from uh, my friend Jim Padilla, who was on, I think he was episode three. Um, Jim talks about how it's not about making the sale. It's about helping them make a decision. And not doing anything is still a decision. Right? Inaction is still a decision. So if someone's deciding whether to move forward or not, it's your role to make them look and determine whether or not they're ready to stay with how things are. If they're going to accept the status quo, or are they going to move forward and make the change that they've been wanting to? They're going to take action and start putting things in motion that'll get them on track to the goals that they have for the next 12 months, the next 24 months, the next 36 months. It doesn't matter what the experience was with somebody else. What matters is the experience they're going to have. Their business is different. They could be the exact same industry. Their business is going to be different. So it doesn't matter. The point is we have a system that can be applied to any circumstance. Or if you've got a criteria, mention the criteria. We've got a system that can be applied to anyone in this industry or anyone between X and, you know, X and Y requirements to make this shift for them as long as they're all in, as long as they're willing to show up, as long as they're willing to do the work, as long as they're willing to, to help get buy-in from the team, you know, whatever it is. But there is zero difference that will be made if you have somebody speak to an existing or past client. It just doesn't need to be done. And you're going to drive people crazy. Okay, I've got one client who, um, whose product is a very high-ticket product. And I mean between six and seven figures. And I don't believe I've ever had to have somebody speak to an existing member to get them to say yes. Okay, you don't need to. Uh, there have been situations where I've had to have them speak to somebody else, to the founder, uh, because there's a certain scenario that, um, that he could see as far as a solution. He went, I don't see the solution. I don't say I don't think it's right. If I don't see the solution, I get help to find the solution to see how this can help them. Okay, this isn't about how do we make the sale. It's how do we find a solution. And if I let them go without saying yes, if I let them go, because they have an objection and they're not going to move forward till they talk to somebody, then I've let them down. I've let them down because I wasn't able to help them make that decision. I'm not saying you've got to make a close on, you know, one call close every single time. That's not the case. But any objection, whether it's I want to speak to somebody uh, that's in the program or 
you know, it costs too much. That's a whole other conversation we'll have. Um, so keep an eye out. We'll do that somewhere in the next couple episodes on how to overcome price objection. But you, you don't need help. You don't need help closing if you believe in the product. You don't need help closing if you see the solution. And if you don't see the solution, if you're not really clear, but you think there's a possibility and you just can't see it, get help. Bring in support. Ask a manager, a coach, a founder, whoever. Say, look, this is the situation. I would love to know your thoughts on how we can help them. Find out. Then you know. And then you go back to them and say, hey, you know what? Um, I had the conversation and we thought of this and this is probably going to help you a whole lot more. Okay, go back to them. But don't, 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 don't let people just go off and settle for what they've always settled for because they said, I want to talk to somebody who's already a customer. Don't let that be the excuse. That's no different than saying, call me next week without a valid reason, you know, right? There's always a, a path you can take them down. You can ask them specific questions or you can ask them, like I said earlier, ask them what they would ask that person. What, what would be different about that conversation? Because ultimately, and this is going to be my summary, if you are getting stuck on the objection of somebody saying, you know, I'd like to talk to an existing member or a past member or current client or past client. If you're getting stuck there, that just means you haven't built trust. And you need to go back and rebuild. Because you do not need that existing or past customer to be the person that closes your sales. That's your role as a sales professional. Okay, leverage testimonials that you have, leverage um, the text ones, uh, video ones, whatever you can do. Like They're good assets to have and they do help. But you should never have to lose a sale that is sincerely based on the objection of they want to talk to somebody that's a current or past client. Okay, There's other ways to solve that objection. Better ways without having to keep going back and chasing your clients. Okay, so that is my rant, I guess, uh, my riff for the day. If you are coming across that objection of, you know what, I'm ready to go, but I just need to speak to somebody, there are other ways around it. You don't need to harass your existing or past clients to prove your, to prove your validity in the situation, um, with maybe the exception of if you're getting approval from a government and they have it part of their actual um, documented process. Okay. So don't rely on your clients to make your next sales for you. They're great resources for referrals, but that's a different story. Okay. Build that trust. Go back to the drawing board. See what, where you missed and fix it. Simple as that. Okay, guys. So thanks so much. This was episode number 84. 84 of Sales Team Rescue. I'm your host, Jeremy Demerchant, and we will see you right here next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. If you want to see the replay of this episode or previous episodes, go to salesteamrescue.com. There you'll also find the link to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the other platforms. And if you would like to have a session with yours truly, and that means me, about whether or not you're ready to grow your sales team, go to salesteamrescue.com, click book with Jeremy. I'm going to scroll to the bottom and use the calendar there. Risk-free, no cost, no commitment. Get on my calendar. We'll have a conversation, see where you're at and see what we can do to help. Okay. Remember guys, get uncomfortable, get results. We will see you next week. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. 
If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com. We'll be right back.